If they would not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. Good morning, Christian America. Do you know that verse of scripture? Do you know the story of the rich man and Lazarus? Do you know what Jesus proposes to his followers and to the Pharisees that scorn him, that try to trip him up? Uh, as he's teaching his followers. Do you know what it says about the state of humanity, about the unbelievers? Do you know what it says about us? If you don't, if you don't know the story, if you haven't heard the parables, if you haven't read this scripture, you're going to want to stick around for this, this Friday as we get ready to get our week started off right. Let's get into scripture this morning. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American community and the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. Why? Because we believe that our nation has gone astray, that our nation collectively, not everyone in the nation, obviously, but as a whole, we are heading in the wrong direction. We are heading away from God. We have turned away from God, or at least we are in the process of turning away from God, which is the wrong direction. If you are a Christian American, if you are a follower of Christ, you know that that is the wrong direction. You know that we should turn our attention. We should turn our focus. We should turn everything that we have, all of our uh, attention and direction towards Christ, towards God towards living out a righteous life, one that is just, one that is good, one that seeks to produce good into the world, one that lets our faith in God drive our actions because if our faith is strong, then our actions will be just and they will be good. That is what we are trying to uh, reinstate, reinvigorate, um, re-motivate into Christians across this nation. It's what this podcast is for. It's what this community is for. Um, obviously, we, we don't seek donations. Uh, we, we seek participation. That is the purpose of this community. You being a member of this community is what's important to us here in the Christian with the Christian American community and the, re, and the Christian American revitalization effort. We come to you this Friday uh, to give you uh, a couple things to think about as we like to do prior to going into the weekend. So we, we come to you on a podcast on Mondays to get your week started off right deep in some scripture that we uh, that we continue down our journey through the New Testament on the Monday podcast. We're covering the gospel of Mark. Uh, and then on the Friday podcast, we like to give you something to think about over the weekend. Last week, if you remember, we talked about Matthew 25 and Jesus uh, giving the parable of the sheep and the goats, separating the good and the righteous from the wicked, and that um, the good and the just enter life, uh, everlasting life with the Father, and then the goats into a, a, a fiery furnace, right? If you missed that podcast, I encourage you to go back one week um, and check that out, listen to it, read the, uh, read the passage that we covered, think about how you are living your life. It's that that we're going to come to you today um, just briefly 
to continue that conversation because it's more than just that one passage in which Jesus kind of lays out what is right in your actions and how we should, as Christians, think about our brothers, think about the least of these. And it, it, it comes to us at a time like this, still in the midst of a pandemic, still in the midst of a, a economic shock, still in the midst of, you know, 10 million people being unemployed, still in the midst of uh, death and, and a lot of strife globally because of this pandemic and the economy, a lot of strife uh, that people in, that are facing individually, a lot of strife and challenges that people are facing in their family, kids not being at school that are struggling to be educated, families and parents that are struggling uh, to, to just live in this environment that we've found ourselves in today. And as much as we may be struggling individually, and with our own, we also must always, always, always focus on those who have less. Focus on those least of these, as as Jesus points out, and we pointed out last podcast. Um, this passage that we're going to cover today about Jesus, uh, that Jesus gives about Lazarus uh, and the rich man, as a parable. That, uh, that, that Jesus brings to his followers and kind of uh, to, to give the, the people that are listening to his teachings, that are listening to his ministry, a kind of uh, idea, like a, a, a no, no kidding, you know, idea of what the challenges of the unbelief, the challenges of those who don't think of the least of these that are self-consumed, that are uh, that are selfish in nature, that are ambitious and only focus inward rather than outward, that focus on and, and put priorities on the self rather than the spirit and uh, the, the the flesh rather than the spirit, and focus on the self rather than God. And so Jesus breaks it down as he usually does, pretty simple and plain for us to follow that way you know we can understand with our limited knowledge of the greatness and the, and the grandness of god and what is to come in the everlasting make no uh, jesus once again makes no bones about what is going to happen when you take care of the least of these when you care for the poor when you clothe the naked when you feed the hungry when you give drink to the thirsty when you visit the prisoner when you're kind to the traveler kind to the foreigner and when you don't and as christian americans you can be political we can try to pay, play politics with the scripture but that's not what we do that's not what this podcast is about. It's what not. It's not what you should be doing. But far too many people, far too many pulpits, do such a thing, and they don't cover all of what Jesus says. So we, as always, we bring Scripture to you unfiltered, so you can read it verbatim. We're going to show it to you. I'm going to read it to you, so that there can be no mistake as to what is actually being said, what is actually taking place. This passage I'm going to read to you before you get your weekend started is uh, comes from the gospel of Luke chapter 16. We're going to start on verse 19. So get there real quick. Luke 16, 19. 
Luke 16, 19, and it's the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And what this is, where, where, where this passage comes to is where Jesus is instructing and trying to uh, uh, educate his followers on exactly, um, essentially how they should be behaving towards those who are not the upper crust of society, those who are not in the elite class of, of his day and how they should be treated. And we see when we, I believe when you hear and you see what Jesus has to say about this particular uh, occasion, that you're going to see a lot of the same of uh, uh, interactions and thought processes that uh, that that go that you see today, especially that we see today for sure, uh, especially in big cities, especially with the homeless, uh, homeless crisis across many of these large cities and the, the the economic disparity that exists in our country today. So without uh, further ado, Luke chapter 16, verse 19. And verse 19 starts off and it said, there was, a, this is Jesus speaking, by the way. It starts off, it says, Jesus, or there was a rich man who was dressed in purple garments and fine linen and died sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor, poor man named Lazarus covered with sores who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come up and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the netherworld where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what is good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you is a great chasm uh, is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from yours to ours. He said, then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. There's so much into this parable. There's so much into this story. So first and foremost, you see the juxtaposition between earth and heaven and hell. 
those who say that Jesus doesn't speak about hell, that hell is not referenced in the Bible, I don't know honestly what Bible they're reading. I don't know what pastor they're following. I don't know what church they could be attending because Jesus talks about a fiery furnace many times. Jesus talks about a fiery Gehenna many times. In this passage that I just read to you today, he says that he is in a place of torment and flames. The rich man goes to a place where there are flames. He's on fire. He's tormented. He's he's thirsty. He He's looking for just a tip of a little drop of water on the tip of his tongue, anything to try to ease his suffering. So do, do not be dissuaded. Do not be persuaded otherwise. That's why we read your scripture verbatim so that you can actually see and hear and read for yourself what Jesus said. So the first thing, the juxtaposition between earth and heaven and hell, three different places, and you see the lifestyles that we lead. So you have the rich man focused on his earthly gains, didn't, never bothered to feed Lazarus, who's laying outside of his door. Scripture says, Jesus says that that Lazarus would gladly have eaten the scraps off the table. That's insinuating that he wasn't even able to achieve that, wasn't even given the scraps off the rich man's table. And so he passes, the rich man passes by Lazarus every day going into his house. He sits on the, the, on the, on the floor or on the ground with sores, with dogs licking at his wounds. He's looked down upon. He's scorned. He, he's probably talked about. Lazarus, I'm assuming if you've seen him outside your home every day, would probably start to get frustrated, probably had bad thoughts, probably even cursed at him from time to time just to chew him away as we tend to do with our homeless, as we tend to do with the downtrodden, as we tend to do with those who don't have what we have, and we tend to look down upon them. We tend to think of them maybe in some form or fashion that they're not as human, they're not as dignified as we are, hopefully as Christians that we don't think about that, but I'm speaking about the, the, the society writ large and even people who call themselves Christians, you know, and myself included, get frustrated sometimes when we have these conversations about the homeless, about people who don't have people who are perpetually behind uh, economically, academically, uh, and throughout society. It can be frustrating sometimes. What we have to do, what we should be learning from this parable that Jesus gives us is that we should have compassion on those who don't have what we have, who are less fortunate that, than we are. And who are we then in this case to be judging how they ended up where they ended up, how they'll ever come out if ever they come out, what we do, what they do with the charity that maybe if we offer, right, let these things not be an impediment to our own generosity. Let our own uh, preconditions, our uh, our previous biases uh, affect the way that we should be acting, that we should be participating in, in this life that we all have to live together. There are going to be people who have, and there are going to be people who have less, and there are going to be people who have not. Um, 
there's a role to play in, in a variety of those of those different classes or income classes or brackets if if, if you want to look at it like that um, but more than that it's important that we as Christians seek to help and improve the lives of those who are maybe not at our quote-unquote level that are having a difficult time we could talk about money specifically because this this podcast or uh, this passage is having a conversation about the rich and the homeless which jesus is is referencing here and when we are people who have and i'm assuming that you are because you have a a cell phone you have a computer you have a desktop and a home or something that you're actually listening to this podcast you're watching this video on one of the social media platforms so so you obviously have that much and if you have that much think of that about all the people who don't even have that much and then what we can do what you can do to help those who are less fortunate than yourself less fortunate than your family those who need the assistance regardless of how they where they've come from and how they've ended up they've ended up wherever they've ended up it's not for us to judge all of that because God is looking at you. He's looking at us as to what will we do? Will we have compassion on the person who is in a bad situation or won't we? Will we have compassion for the hungry? Will we have compassion for the naked? Will we have compassion for the for the one who has no place to rest his head? Will we have compassion for the one who has sores, who maybe doesn't have as much money or a nice car as we do, or live in a nice neighborhood, as rich of a neighborhood as maybe that we do? Are we gonna have compassion or to, to those on, who make less money for whatever, uh, or, 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 or just have less things, or are we not? Or are we gonna wake up every day and just pretend that we don't see them. Or if we do see them, we see them as less than human, less than us. If that's the way we're gonna look at people, if that's the way you look at people, I pray for you because what Jesus says here is that you're gonna end up in a place of torment, a place of flames in which once you're there, there's a chasm so broad and so wide that Lazarus can't come to the rich man and the rich man can't come to Lazarus, even if he wanted to. It's not what I'm saying. It's what Jesus says through this parable. It's not that I'm saying rich people end up in hell. It's what Jesus says that if you have and you don't help those who don't have, you may end up in hell. He says it quite clearly. He says that you, rich man, had your reward on earth. Meanwhile, Lazarus had scorn. Now that they're in the afterlife, Lazarus is with Father Abraham in this in this parable and the rich man is in torment and then let's go towards the end of this parable where he says well then at least send my uh send lazarus back to tell my brothers i have five brothers so that they don't make the same mistakes that i made and jesus is, or uh, abraham's response is 
they have Moses and they have the prophets. If they don't listen to them, they won't listen to anyone. If Moses and the prophets can't convince the rich and the well-off to take care of the people who are not, it would not matter that someone would come back from the dead. And that's the, the, the prelude that Jesus is alluding already to his own resurrection, his own comeback from the dead. And that there would be so many that would not even believe someone like that. And so the, the question that I want to pose to you guys today is what type of person do you want to be? What position out of this parable do you want to be? Do you want to be the rich man with the earthly goods, with the earthly blessings? and end up in a place of torment? Or do you want to be generous and good to those who have less and hope and prayer and giving reverence to God for your for a kindness, for generosity, and hopes to end up in the bosom of Abraham, as Jesus put it here was with Lazarus. I ask you to think about that this weekend. What type of person do you want to be? And then on top of that, what type of civilization, what type of community, what type of society, what type of country do you want to live in? One where the rich just pass by the poor and probably think bad thoughts probably with scorn, probably with indignation? Or do you want to live in a society where the people who have volunteer their time, their talent, and their treasure for those who don't have, for those who have made mistakes, for those that have been locked away, for those who are trying to make it and just haven't made it yet? I ask you to think about that this this weekend because we're entering a phase in our country where these types of, of questions are going to be continuously become more and more important. And if we're not a community, if we're not a, a civilization, if we're not a country, because individually we don't care about what scripture says here, if you don't care about what the message that Jesus is trying to get across here, that you're going to end up, we are all going to end up as the rich man in torment. And I don't want that. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for my family. I don't want that for my community. I don't want that for you and your family and your community. I don't want that for my country. And I pray that you don't either. So, Think about that this weekend and ask yourself, what can I do to improve the lives of those who are struggling around me? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you like what we do here, share this video, share this podcast, tell your friends, post it on social media, like the video, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Rumble channel. Anywhere that there's a social media platform, you should be able to find the Christian American community or 
the Good Morning Christian America podcast. We're on all the podcast platforms. We're on YouTube. We're on Rumble. That's where our videos are. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Parler. Uh, we, we are on a slew of podcast uh, platforms as well. I'd ask you to subscribe to it. Listen to this podcast. Again, it's two times a week, Mondays, as we continue a, a, a sequential order of scripture and then on Fridays to give you some thought-provoking inspiration, education, or, ed- or information to get into your weekend, to get you thinking, uh, spending time with your friends and your family and your community. And if you like what we do here, we ask that you support it. You can't donate. We don't ask for money. We don't want your donation. We want your participation. And that's how you can participate. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, we continue down our journey through the gospel of Mark. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.